Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here as we continue on with Genesis and looking at some interesting things here. So we've started chapter 25, then I took a little pause for a Mother's Day tribute. And here we are. Verse 7. These are the days of the years of Abraham's life, 175 years. Abraham breathed his last and died in a good old age. An old man and full of years was gathered to his people. Isaac and Ishmael, his sons, buried him in the cave of Machpelah in the field of Ephraim, the son of Zorar, the Hittite, east of Mamre, the field that Abraham purchased from the Hittites. There Abraham was buried with Sarah, his wife. After the death of Abraham, God blessed Isaac, his son, and Isaac settled in Berlahi Roy, where he actually was. So I want to notice something here. Obviously, um, Isaac is 40 when he gets married, and then his father lives another 35 years with this new wife, or new concubine, actually, is the Bible says, which separates <clears throat> the one and only son that Sarah would have, Isaac, from the others born to Abraham through concubines. So Ishmael being one of them. And Ishmael is quite a bit older than Isaac. And so, um, just to, but just to note here, the two sons have reconciled, or maybe they weren't really at odds with each other. Their issue wasn't necessarily with each other. It was maybe more with their parents, right? So, we don't, we don't necessarily know. We do know that God was separating Isaac out for his um, inheritance. But it's also interesting to note that God promised Abraham that he would be the father of many nations. And we saw a couple times ago how Abraham is fa fathering nations. And he'll continue to do that through Ishmael, through his son Minia, from his latest concubine. And so, for us to recognize the reality of, of people spreading out of what God is doing here through Abraham, and I think a lot of times we, we get the impression that, that God is confined to a certain people group or a certain thing, and, but he's consistent with what he promised, he's consistent with who he is and how he's using people, and, and Abraham was an example of one made in the likeness of God who trusted God and was used by God. But it's not about Abraham. And it's not going to be about Isaac. The story here is really about God. And, and so one of the things that we see is how God does bring about reconciliation. And so there's definitely some reconciliation or between Ishmael and Isaac. And I think this is super cool. We'll see it later with the twins, Jacob and Esau, who will be born to Isaac. And later in their life, how Jacob and Esau um, are reconciled. And so just for us to realize the importance of reconciliation, the ministry of forgiving, and even in the Lord's Prayer when the disciples asked how should we pray, and Jesus said pray in this way, one of the key phrases in there is forgive us our trespasses as we Forgive those who trespass against us. And a trespass is any form of violating or violating us. So if you feel viola violated, that's being trespassed on. 
and sinned against, right? And so God is constantly sinned against by us because we fall short. But in the human upon human, human to human, we can we can trespass on others without even knowing it. And we can also do it knowingly, right? And so that's where we really need to seek forgiveness is when we know we have wronged somebody, done something wrong, to go and make that right. So in the realm of of marriage, in the realm of being a a grown man, a grown child, seeking forgiveness for what you know you have done wrong is is a big thing. It's a it's a maturing thing. And not everybody matures to that level. And we see that a lot in our culture today. I feel that there's a lot less maturity in the current culture than there used to be. There's a lack of growing up, if you will. And that may offend some people, but it's the, the shoe fits, right? Um, then wear it. And, and so here's the thing. Anger is a very immature emotion. And there's a lot of anger in the world. There's a lot of hatred. Hatred is an immature emotion. Maturity brings us to that place of being able to to control our anger. It allows us to go to different emotions, to think through, why am I feeling angry? How can I deal with that? And to come to a place where we can actually forgive people for things they have done to us, even when they do it intentionally. Or maybe even when they have the where we have the idea they're probably going to do it again. Can we forgive them? Christ tells us to forgive 70 times 7. And so regardless of the issues between Ishmael and his father, uh, or maybe between Ishmael and Isaac, at the death of their father, they had the maturity to come together and bury their father together. They took him to the place, to the cave that their dad had purchased for the burying of, of Isaac's mother, Sarah, and Abraham is buried with Sarah. And and so this, there's a maturity in that we see here in Ishmael and in Isaac in this. And it's a maturity we need today. It is a maturity that is missing, I think, in much of our culture today. So I pray that today as you guys hear this, you would think about your own maturity. How are you responding to the things that happen in your life? Are you having a good godly response to it? Are you having a good mature response to it? Are you allowing yourself to collect your thoughts, to not allow emotions to control you, to cause emotions to cause your brain to go flat, and now you're you're just responding, right, very emotionally. There's no maturity in that. The maturity is in in holding back some of those responses and thinking through what would be a proper response, what would be a better response, what would even be a best response. So let's think those through. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.